Hit the guys up on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, with your Friday rush, here's Tyler McComas and Travis Davidson. I know they, they, they line up wide. They got wide splits, and they, they like to hurry up. So that's what i got so far. You know, we're ready for the tempo. It's, not, it's nothing that we haven't seen before. But it's, it's definitely different. And, you know, that's what we look forward to, though. It's a different offense. There's one of Florida State's defensive players, Kalen DeLoach. He's playing in the bowl game, the Cheez-It Bowl, OU and Florida State. Saying, uh, yeah, Florida State's defense is looking forward to the challenge of facing a maybe a different style of offense that they've faced so far this year. And, you know, it, it's just funny, Travis, that ever since, really, the bowl game was announced between OU and Florida State, we're in this lull of, has really anything come out about anything about, it's been all recruiting, sprinting to the finish line before signing day a week from the day. It's been all about the transfer portal. There really hasn't been much of anything concerning the cheese at bowl between OU and Florida State. Yeah, I mean, you could kind of expect that, right? Just with 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 the sprint to signing day and the transfer portal being as insane as it's ever been, those are obviously going to come up, you know, because that's what people, you know, want to talk about. They want to talk about the the prospect of getting the McCullough brothers or, you know, the process, the, the, you know, prospect of getting big time help immediately with the, with the, with the bowl game. It's, you know, it's exciting for sure, but you know, those quotes are interesting to me. You could tell that, you could tell that it was borderline like it was going to go over into the, well, I mean, it's nothing we haven't seen, you know, but like, like the, uh, well, who was the Florida linebacker that said, you know, they're just not SEC good? Oh, uh, well, no one remembers his name because he was a never, he was never a good player to begin with. And then he entered into the transfer portal and never even finished at Florida. I, I forget what that guy's, it was right. a very forgettable name though. But, but we're even missing that, right? If we had, if we had a Florida State player saying, man, we're a nine-win team, I don't even know what these six-and-six six bums are doing coming down to our home state. Like, if we, if we had something like that, you know, I'm sure that would be that would fire it up a little bit. But, Tyler, you're right. Like, we've had the, the standard coaching quotes, oh, playing a story program, can't wait for the opportunity, you know, to get better against a, you know, a good team. Like, you've had that, but you really haven't had much uh, kind of Need some trash talk. Let's go. Come on, Florida State. Yeah, man. Um, I, I feel like you used to be known for a lot of trash talk back in the days when you guys had it rolling. I don't care who starts trash talk. Someone just needs to start trash talk so we can get this we thing make going again. Yeah, I, I'll make up trash talk for sure. The problem is it's hard to really um, trash talk this Florida State team because they're they're pretty good and they ended the season on, on a no, high no, note, no, no. you know? No, we're not going to trash talk as if it's coming from OU. I'm saying we could we could make up a quote for the Florida State players. Oh yeah, even better. I I, I think we can do you that. You know, and, and say we could have somebody make an edit. You know, saying something real convincing like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe that that Florida State player said that." 
you know, Brent Venables ran from the ACC once, and he, you know, he doesn't want the ACC problems. Sounds like a job for Tattoo Baker uh, to put together. <laughs> if we know a guy, uh, he'd be the first guy that comes to mind. Okay, so so look, uh, Florida State's they're they're good. Uh, they're they're going for a ten win season. They're a top fifteen team. They're talented offensively, defensively. Like in no way. Am I trying to sell you that Florida State is a massively overrated team? But what I'll do is this, Travis, is, you know, you always like to go and say, okay, well, what was a team's best win? Like, what was their signature moment? How did they get to where they're a top 15 team? Well, Florida State's interesting because the three best teams that they played this year, or at least the three highest ranked teams that they played this season, they lost to all of them. And they lost to all three of those in consecutive weeks. They lost to Wake by 10, who was ranked 22nd at the time. They lost to 14th-ranked NC State by 2. And they lost to 14th-ranked Clemson by 6. And outside of those three games, they didn't beat another team that was ranked this year. I I think you probably have to say that Florida State's best win was LSU. But that was very early on in the year, and I think that we can all agree. And it was weird. It was a weird. Yeah, it was weird. weird. And I think we can all agree that that LSU team was vastly different from Labor Day weekend to where they were Thanksgiving weekend. I mean, that was a completely different team. So again, I'm not trying to poke holes in Florida State and tell you that they're actually not a very good team. All I'm saying, Travis, for whatever it means, is well, when you look at their schedule this year, the three best teams they played, they lost to. And there's not a whole lot of examples up and down the roster where they played super tough opponents and found a way to win the game. Yeah, and I and I think that I think the Big Twelve was also just really good this year, right? Like, and I know we probably haven't been able to say maybe this phrase in a long time, and it end in our favor. But what's Florida State's record if they, you know, have to play in the Big Twelve week in week out? And like we, the Big Twelve has eight bowl teams out of the ten or eight out of ten teams bowl eligible. They have the best um, record percentage-wise in the non-conference when you just talk about Power 5 schools. Like, they've they've done well in that. So maybe this is a situation where, man, the Big 12 was just tougher than the ACC and Florida State is fool's gold. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, by the way, 24-7 started picking some of these bowl games. Really, they picked all the bowl games today. Uh, Chris Hummer and is it Brad Crawford, I think. Um, those two guys picked the Cheez-It Bowl. Hummer has Florida State minus 7.5. Crawford has Florida State minus 7.5. So they both like the Seminoles to win the game, and they both like uh, FSU to cover the 7.5. The short blurb says, Florida State has a shot at a 10-win season under Mike Norvell if the Seminoles are able to take care of business in front of a heavy home crowd in Orlando after Christmas. With Jordan Travis returning for the 2023 campaign, this will be the first look at a preseason top 15 team for next season, too. I, I think that that's definitely the case. Like Florida State's going to get some votes next year to win the ACC. So, seemingly, all of the things that we deem important for a bowl game kind of seem to be on Florida State's side, right? Florida State really cares about this game. Florida State's going to have the home crowd. Um, Florida State doesn't have the bowl opt-outs that OU has. Florida State, you know, got some things in their corner going into this thing that OU doesn't have. 
which all that to say, if OU finds a way to win, Travis, if they find a way to win this bowl game, it'll be pretty miraculous if they find a way to beat this Florida State team. I mean, it'll be one heck of an effort from a lot of young kids if they're able to virtually win a road game against this Florida State squad. Yeah, especially, again, you look at the offensive line and, and who we're going to have out. Those those young guys uh, are going to have to step up. There's no doubt about it. But, yeah, if you get this win, I mean, you can take everything that 247 said and said, yeah, a preseason top 15 team, okay, cool. We we beat them in, their, in the last time they uh, played football in 2022. You know, with – and the Camping World Stadium holds like 65,000. So it – Florida State is not going to have 60,000 show up to this game. I mean, they're not going to have 55,000. Like, the home crowd, while they will have more of the crowd, I don't expect this to be just, you know, you can't hear on offense if you're the if you're the No, so, no, it won't be. Like, <laughs> at least it better and not especially be. Give, well, and given the pace, that's what's nice about, you know, a lot of the, the, the pace situations is, if you can get up and on the ball and stay ahead of the sticks, you don't give the other crowd a chance to get into it. It's those long third down, you know, play clock situations where you can really start to, to hear it swell. But, yeah, if, if Oklahoma gets this win, I don't want to hear any excuses. I, I don't want to hear any any of the because they have things to play for. Florida State has things to play for. A 10-win season is meaningful, right? A, a, a you know, a big – Big finishing season or a big finish under Mike Norvell is meaningful. So while Brent Venables may be focusing more on developing the young guys with these extra 15 games and determining who's going to be here or not, if that team comes out and beat Florida State, I don't want any excuses. We better give give them their flowers. Uh, let's see. Text line has OU announced who is playing in the bowl game yet? Wondering about DG and Mims. Well, Dylan Gabriel's going to play in the bowl game. Uh, Mims, I guess, could still opt out. Mims said, I, "Yeah, Mims said I mean, after Mims the said game he's playing in the bowl game." Yeah, I, I, I would. Uh, DG is definitely going to play, and I think you should go ahead and expect Mims that's going to play as well. I think Mims actually came out and explicitly said he's going to play in the bowl game Are you, after the Tech game. Right? Was he one of them? And I, and I, th- yeah, and I think, I think by now, Tyler, I think we would have heard, you know, some of those those rumblings of, of, you know, maybe not going. You know, you've got obviously the senior bowl guys that are maybe not participating in the bowl game as they get prepped. But I think those lists are pretty much out for the most part. There, there's no surprises, I guess you would say. Yeah. I mean, you know Anton's out. You know Wanye's out. Um, Jalen Redmond's going to be out. Eric Gray's going to be out. You know, so you've got those situations. I don't think there's any – I don't think it's a DG or a MIM surprise, though. Uh, let's see. What about those Florida State women? Two uh, hot emojis. <laughs> are you going to Orlando? Or are you Are you going to tell everyone about the Florida State women? No, 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 no. And it's, you know, we got we got some good looking women in Sooner Nation. There's no doubt about it. There's, they're they're all over, right? I think some of the things that happen is people take pictures and they're like, oh man. Look at this one group of Florida State women. They're so good looking, and then everybody assumes it's the whole fan base. I don't think that's how it works. Uh, let's see. Brent from Jinx, what's USC's record if they played in the Big 12? Four to six losses is my guess. Uh, I don't, style, style, wise, uh, style wise, I think there are some bad teams out west, man. 
So, and, like, I, I think they probably lose three, I don't know, three or four games max. I think Caleb's that good. I think Caleb can, as we saw, kind of pull, pull a victory from the jaws of defeat. But it, it's really, what did the turnover situation look like, Tyler? Because that basically, that saved them a ton this year was the turnovers. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the turnovers were their saving grace in a lot of those games. It may have saved them um, at least one game, maybe even two. So, yeah, that was that was huge for their defense. But when the defense needed them late in the Pac-12 championship game, well, they weren't there. Trying to strip trying to strip, uh, trying to strip, and set a tackle in the open field. On they are who they we thought run. they were. Yeah, that's, that, that, was, uh, that did not work out uh, well for them. Any update on C.J. Colden, asked the text line. Have you heard anything? I haven't heard anything. Not that I've seen. I think there's still kind of some decisions being made there. I don't think his is a, well, no news is good news necessarily thing. I, I, I do think he's still gathering information. I think he seems like a guy that's like, hey, look, the times I got on the field, I put good tape out there, man. You know, led the team in interceptions. You know, it's an opportunity to kind of go out there and try and get somebody to take a flyer on you. And it, you know, I think it also depends on what you do in the portal, right, Tyler? It's if you go out and get a bona fide starting corner, you know, and Woody and Woody says, hey, I'm going to come back, if there's not a clear path, and not to say that C.J. wouldn't find a path to being on the field, but if there's not a clear path to a starting position in his seventh year in college, I think he'd rather just kind of take a take a swing at the NFL and let the chips fall where they may, don't you? Um, yeah. I mean, if you can't start somewhere your seventh year of college, then yeah. I but I, I I think he would be definitely in the mix for OU next year. I think he had a great great finish oh, I to agree. the season. He had a really good finish to the season. But there's so much that can come out in the portal that we just don't know yeah. about yet. Not even everybody is in the portal. So I mean, what if yeah? What if we go out and get you know, there's two corners that just say, man, I really want to play for Brent Venables, and I happen to be, you know, a, an all-conference type player right when I step on the field. Now, C.J. Colden might be an all-conference uh, player by the time he gets a full offseason under him, but, you know, those can factor into those uh, situations, those decisions. Uh, Jay and Tulsa, guys, keep in mind the Big 12 has quite a few less draftable players, thus more that will stick around for their bowl games to finish their playing careers. Obviously, unquantifiable as far as bowl results go, but a consideration for sure. Yeah, OU's got some opt-outs. Texas has some opt-outs. K-State, no. TCU, no. OSU does. But, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that is a fair point. I mean, outside of a few circumstances, Big 12 teams will kind of be all hands on deck uh, going into this bowl season, which will uh, help out quite a bit. 405 651 3439 is the Air Comfort Solutions text line. There's a thought going around Norman that maybe the new basketball arena, maybe that idea could be re-emerging once again. And we asked you on our uh, on our Twitter uh, page earlier where in Norman where you would want to put that new arena on campus, somewhere else in town. You had responses. We'll get to those coming up next. Keep it locked right here on The Ref. We're the home of Sooner fans. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. We are looking at a pretty lopsided matchup, Jim. Ron, this newcomer has no idea what he's getting himself into. 
Let's go to the action. Jim, the size difference alone is staggering. Unbelievable, Ron, and this guy acts like he doesn't have a care in the world. What is he thinking? Every day, people tempt fate and die trespassing on railroad tracks. See tracks, think train. Take your game in a new direction and experience one of Southern Oklahoma's finest golf destinations. Located just 20 minutes south of OKC and the University of Oklahoma, Winter Creek Golf and Social Club is one of the state's top-ranked golf courses. Featuring 18 beautifully designed holes paired with 14 lakes spread across stunning natural landscapes, this course does not disappoint. Give us a call at 405-224-GOLF for more information or to book your tee time today. Memberships start at just $100 per month. Stop looking and start booking your game day hotel at NCED Conference Center and Hotel. We have great game day specials, classic queen bed or king bedrooms, premium king rooms, and a variety of classic and premium suites to choose from. Just click nced-hotel.com or call 405-447-9000. Enjoy the Sooners and stay at NCED Hotel, located on Highway 9, just 10 minutes east of Bowen Field. Call today to reserve your game day hotel, 405-447-9000, or online at nced-hotel.com. Hello, Will Clark here, President of Great Plains Kubota. On behalf of my family and my working family, I'd love to show you our gratitude towards all Kubota customers we've had the privilege of serving this year. We know this past year has brought about uncertainty and fear in our everyday lives, which is why we are honored to serve you and your Kubota equipment every time you visit one of our full-line Kubota dealerships. This Christmas, it's more important than ever to remember why we celebrate and give thanks. Make this Christmas about Him, about giving instead of receiving, about doing more for others than for yourself. From my family and the Great Plains Kubota family, thank you. Super Sooner running back Eric Gray graces the December cover of Boyd Street Magazine. Additional stories include how food and shelter are expanding services to meet needs in Norman, the Oklahoma Aviation Academy, Insurica being named a best place to work, the 2022 gift guide, and Norman High and Norman North's winter sports previews for basketball, wrestling, and swimming. Discover the December issue of Boyd Street on stands now and online at BoydStreet.com. Caring for an aged loved one can be challenging. Let us help your family. At Arbor House Assisted Living and Memory Care in Norman, we offer a safe and loving environment with a full-time licensed nurse, medication assistance, emergency call system, along with housekeeping and laundry services. Come tour our beautiful community. Call 405-292-9200 or visit us online at arborhouseliving.com. We want to help your family so you can be part of ours. My name is Dee, and I dream big. I need a good job to get what I want, so I signed up for DRS Transition. Are you a teen with a disability? Get free career counseling. Work experience. And a paycheck. DRS Transition helped us get ready for life. Dream big. Dream big. Contact Oklahoma Department of Rehabilitation Services, 800-487-4042, or okdrs.gov. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the internet's most beloved pets. And they all have one thing in common. Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council.
The Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you this hour of the rush. Tyler McComas, Travis Davidson. Travis is out there at Ash Cigar Bar. What's going on at Ash? Oh, you know, just a nice relaxing uh, midweek cigar for some. Uh, looks like uh, some holiday uh, get-togethers here and there. $3 domestics. How can you turn those down, right? $3 domestics. Looks like some people are taking advantage of the allocated whiskey um, options. Uh I know that's kind of right up my alley. Maybe uh, right at 601, I might be diving into some of those. Um, they've got the Soldier's Wish Honor Tree here right next to me. Uh, they are massive uh, with Folds of Honor, with Soldier's Wish, um, with uh, the Wounded Warrior Project. They do a ton of stuff um, with uh, with veterans groups and whatnot. So a uh, big time of the year for them. All right, so we asked on Twitter earlier, at KREF Sports, go follow us there. Or if you got a thought on this topic, Hit us up on the Air Coverage Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. If OU ever decided to build a new basketball arena where in Norman or on campus, should it be located? Wallace says on campus for sure. Tear down Lloyd Noble and rebuild it if you want. Make it compact with seven to 8,000 max attendance. Once upon a time, Lloyd Noble was sold out every single game. Uh, this one says on campus, as close to the stadium as possible. Tag says on campus, so the students can walk to the arena. Mike says on campus. Mark says south of the LNC. John says my preference is one, northeast of the stadium. Two, tear down the towers and build there. Three, I-35 proposal. Um, so um, most people, Travis, are saying no, don't want it off the highway. Let's move this thing, or like, let's keep this thing. I should say on campus, which a little complicated yeah. there, but okay. Yeah, my my thing is, what are you really going for? Right? Are you going for more students there? Are you guaranteed that students will go to the games? Uh, I know that we've had. You know, really good. If, if if there's a big like a Florida coming to town, like that had massive attendance, right? Like, <clears throat> you don't have trouble trouble filling it when you have really good games coming to town. But how do you fill it for the Central Arkansas? How do you fill it for the Kansas Cities? How do you fill it for those? And is that a situation where you're going to get more than you know 500 students in there? And, you know, will you? Probably. I mean, not. maybe, maybe not. You don't know until you build it. But history has shown us that you probably won't. Right. So. And people say, you know, if the team's good, we'll go watch. Well, I mean, maybe. I mean, we've had some times where the team's been good and, like, fun to watch, and people still weren't in there. And it's kind of, you know, admitting you're a Fairweather fan if you're saying, well, you know, if you guys play better, I'll finally go watch. But I personally think that there's too many opportunities north of campus. You start talking about, like, what we saw in, uh, in Lincoln, Tyler, like incredible arena with a bar district right next to it um you know it's obviously theirs was pretty close to the football stadium but you get what my point is sure you got hotels and restaurants and you know who knows where where gaming is going to go you might be able to put a casino right there i mean stuff like that can really draw in a lot of people to go to that game and then in the new stadium i was talking with tyler Cofer. he's like you know what we need like premier areas we need suites we need a courtside club we need those kind of things so if it's going to stay on campus i would love if if they if they take out lnc go play you know fit three thousand people uh into into the field house there and 
play like that for a little bit because you're not going to build this thing in six months. So I don't know. I, I could be it could be argued a bunch of different ways. You just really have to. De- it determines what you want out of the place. Yeah. Well, my, my guess is in, in, in if you're wanting the entertainment district around the arena, which I agree with, and and I've seen enough of those places. I've been to. Texas Live, uh, we saw the Haymarket District in, in Lincoln, Ballpark Village in St. Louis, the Battery in Atlanta. I've seen several of these places where, you know, it's not just about the stadium, it's about the entertainment district, and it's awesome, man. You're just so much more likely to go earlier to the game and hang out and maybe even stay after the game is over as well. Like, all four of those are done up very, very well. My guess is that if you want something like that, and I think you probably do need something like that if you want good attendance night in, night out. Your best bet or your most likely option is you're probably going to get that north of town versus on campus. Um, right, I, right. I mean, I, I, you could theoretically build a new arena on campus somewhere, I think, maybe, but I just don't know if you're going to be able to build that entertainment district like you want around it on campus. That probably would have to be you know, north of, north of where campus is right now. Right, and I brought up, uh, you know, the driving distance. Part of the reason, especially midweek games, you know, you get everybody gets those pictures, right, of Lloyd Noble, and it's a tip, and nobody's there, and people are saying, well, you know, I'm stuck in traffic, you know, I'm coming down, I promise. But, I mean, if you just go on maps, Oklahoma City to Lloyd Noble with no traffic, it's 23.4 miles, 27-minute drive. Now, you, you add that to a midweek game and everybody's getting off work, it could take you an hour, right? So... I think the farther north you go, considering so much of the OU fan base lives in the Oklahoma City metro north of Norman, I think you just stand a much better chance to get those midweek games filled. Because, you know, we talk about, oh, sure, you know, back, uh, you know, in maybe the 80s, the, the, the stadium was full. Yeah, we were competing for national titles. I, I don't necessarily think you should have to be competing for national titles in order to play in front of a full crowd. Regardless of who wants the arena and who doesn't, I'll tell you who does want the new arena. Porter Moser wants the new arena. He's been outspoken that he wants the new arena. And can you blame the guy? Like, Texas has this new beautiful facility that they can recruit to. Baylor has this new beautiful facility that they can recruit to. I'm sure the Lloyd Noble Center is very hard to recruit to right now. I mean – if, if OU wants to improve its basketball program, I, I think that they're going to need a new facility. I, that's, other teams of the conference have made those upgrades, and I think OU needs to make some sort of an upgrade. Um, text line. You, ab- you absolutely need an upgrade. There's no doubt about yeah. that. It's just how, you know, in what way do we do it? If they don't get the okay by the city, they'll put it in Oklahoma City. Apparently, they're having issues with donor meetings it's way more of a political issue than you think, unfortunately. I literally just had a work meeting with the Norman Development Group, and they're saying OU is basically being pushed out of Norman. It's a city thing. Blame the city of Norman. Uh, exactly, Travis, and that's why they're asking to have meetings in OKC for donors. So, I, hey, th- this has always been um, – it's – it's always been the, this situation, seemingly, I guess. We've been talking about this for, like, what, two to three years now, and there really hasn't been much traction on it. I'm hoping that they can get this thing done soon because what this new arena can do, Travis, what it would do 
is it would create a lot of momentum within your program. It would create a lot of excitement with your fan base. And let's be honest, the OU men's basketball program could use some momentum right now. It could use some excitement. I'm not saying that they're a terrible program or a bad program or anything like that, but this is the type of momentum that they could use on the recruiting trail and with the fan base as well to get more people to come out. It's just, I don't know, is this thing ever going to get done in the next five years, or are we just going to keep going round and round like we have been for the last three? I wish I knew the answer to that. Um, it looks like there's a lot of hoops that still need that, you know, people need a lot of things that need to happen to make this thing, you know, even start moving forward. Yeah, and again, you know, we can talk whether it's politics that's holding it up, whether it's money that's holding it up. Um, but Tyler, if I think if we're having this conversation still in five years, I don't think Porter Moser's still here. Um, I mean, I, I think I think the reason he's bringing it up, he's like, look, I mean, he's been public about it. He's like, we need a new arena. We need a new arena. And if 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 you're the head football or if you're the head basketball coach at Oklahoma, you will always understand, Tyler, that you play second, sometimes third fiddle to football and to, you know, baseball just went to Omaha. You know, softball obviously is is an absolute dynasty and powerhouse. Um, but that's that's the thing. It's if, if you have some funds allocated and then all of a sudden football gets approved for another, you know, $200 million project and you're like, man, are we ever going to, are we ever going to, you know, do what we said we've been doing. I just, I don't know. I think you lose Porter after a few years if you don't do something. Play those games at the field house. Um, I No, I just, look, I, I know it's a fun idea to think about, yeah, the field house is smaller, it's more compact, you know, you, you got fans closer to the court. But come on, Travis. KU plays at Fog Allen Fieldhouse. I know it's not the, you know, shiniest new object in all of college basketball, but it's like a 16,000-seat venue that's one of the best venues in all of college basketball. Just mentioned Tech, uh, Texas has a new arena. Baylor has a new arena. Texas Tech doesn't have a new arena, but they have a really nice arena. Like, And you're going to be playing at an old field house that seats like 3,000 people? I just don't love that idea for a long-term See, fix. See, I don't think it's a long-term fix, but Tyler, what this reminds me of is when the Metrodome collapsed. Uh, in Minnesota when all the snow on the roof just broke right through and they played at the University of Minnesota for a couple years while they built the new U.S. Bank Stadium where the Vikings play now. It's very much like a, hey, we're building this awesome new thing, but play in a unique position. Like, obviously the Vikings weren't forever going to play their games at the University of Minnesota, uh, right? So it's like, if you were to, you know, take down LNC and, and build something new there that's maybe a little just updated and better suited for, for basketball, then sure, play a couple years in the field house. And then later down the road we can say, oh, man, do you remember those times where we had to cram 3,000 people in there to this, that, and the other? But it's you're right. It's not a long-term answer. I don't think you need it to be a 16,000-seater. I think you get 10,000 seats and call it good, maybe yeah. even 9,500 and call it good. I mean – Cameron Indoor seats like 9,600. Yeah. So it would be a multi purpose you know, facility. You like Teddy just texted me. It, like it, it, it would have to be a multi use. Like, yeah, that, that's what I would want it to be. 
Um, because yeah, of I, 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 like my interest here, I'm an OU basketball fan. I am one of the crazy few in the state of Oklahoma where I like college basketball more than I like the NBA. Actually, I think that there's more people that think that way than, than maybe I realize. But I like college basketball over the NBA. Always have, always will. I'm, I'm an OU basketball fan. I'm looking out for the best interest of OU basketball here, which I believe is a new arena. I'm also looking out for the best interest of the city of Norman and this area, which uh, I, had, I, I lived here for like almost 10 years. And I think a multi-use facility where you could have OU men's basketball, OU women's basketball, and then have some awesome concerts in here as well. Dude, I think that that would be awesome for the local economy to have a multi-use facility that gets used, I don't know, 100, 100 plus days out of the year, however many it would be for some big time attractions. That would be awesome, man. I think both OU programs would benefit. I think the city would benefit. I think everyone would benefit with a situation like that. Yeah, well, I, th- I think anything built new would have to be multi-purpose, right? I mean, it's you're not going to get just a, a simply dedicated basketball only. We only use it for for this, that, and the other. And Tyler, it's the only way you get those really mixed-use areas, right? You talk about kind of the entertainment district. That's the only way you would get one of those is to have a bunch of different events there um, throughout the year. I mean, you're talking corporate events, you're talking graduations, you're talking about you know whatever, right? Yeah, fill it for a hundred nights out of the year, but yeah. I'm just we, you got to do something. You can't just you can't just keep on kicking the can down the road. I like Porter Moser, but if they wanted momentum, shouldn't they have made a bigger name higher? Well, the guy took Loyola Chicago a name to a Final Four, and he took Loyola Chicago that offseason to a Sweet Sixteen. A Sweet Sixteen, I believe they upset Illinois, who a lot of people or not a lot, some people had picked to win the national championship that year. Like Porter Moser was a was a name when they that was hired. Splash. Him. Yeah, it, it was. It was definitely. A I splash. wonder who. I wonder who else was out there that we. I mean, I think I think Porter's done a fine job. I mean, building momentum. It's tough though because, you know, it's it's an NIL world, and, you know, what what builds the NIL is often you know a ton of, fan support and and, and things like that. But, you know, the fan support seems to be going more towards softball and football and and at times baseball. And and that's that's what that's how you show up to Tulsa, and you have ten percent of the fan base in the BOK Center. Like that's just that's how it happens. Yeah. So I I just didn't expect to go to Lincoln this year and walk away a little jealous with what they had, Travis. And I'm amazing. not and, and I'm amazing. not saying that Norman sucks or it doesn't have a great game day atmosphere, or all that. Like Campus Corner is it, it, it's it, it's awesome, but. What Nebraska had was really, really, really cool in terms of their, you know, basketball arena and the proximity to the Haymarket District. Just Lincoln set up, Lincoln set up really well. And, you know, I mean, Lincoln just set up different as a town than Norman is, so you can't recreate that. But would I think it'd be awesome if OU had a, an arena as nice as Nebraska's with proximity to all the restaurants and bars that Nebraska has? Yes. Do I think that that would ultimately help out the basketball program? Yes, absolutely. Do I think it's that easy? Well, no, absolutely not. But, um, yeah, what Nebraska has is great, and if OU could resemble that at all, I, I think it would be an overall massive bonus for, for things around here, obviously. Yeah, you're gonna, you need a – I mean, like in, in Lincoln, you've got 
a a corporate sponsor type like naming rights sponsor obviously with city money like that's that's how it comes down to money right i mean if this if this can be more of a city thing it it gets funding and that way you're not having to go to donors and say hey i know we just asked you for more money i mean like they ask them they ask them for money every two days right I'll ask you for more money. Hey, do you mind funding this, funding that? Now we need a new basketball arena. Now I know we're breaking ground on the softball facility. We got a new baseball facility going up. Got a new football facility going up. Like at some point, like it comes down to money, and you got to get it from different places, Tyler. Yeah. All right. We got a lot of text on this. We'll get to them coming up next. 405 651 3439. Keep it coming on the Air Coverage Solutions text line. More to come next. Football is here, and your home for the best Sooner coverage statewide is the ref. From the booth to the sidelines and beyond, our guys are there. The OU football talk you crave is right here on your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Radio Sports Network. Wake up with Toby Rowland. Not much to talk about. We'll figure out a way to cobble our way through three hours. And TJ Perry. (laughs) What a bomb. What a complete bomb. The T-Row in the morning show. It's what a sports show sounds like when people remember to have fun. Dad will usually call me or text me after a game and say, this was funny or I like that or, you know, whatever. We'll discuss the broadcast. And then we'll be, I'll be three, four minutes in and I'll hear something in the background about, you have my, t- can you return my Tupperware? <laughs> Tell him to return my Tupperware. Like I'm on constant speakerphone or like she's got the other line up to her ear when dad's talking or whatever. I don't know what's going on. But somehow mom's always in the background of every conversation I have with dad. Do you want me to bring potato salad? Ask him <laughs> if I should bring potato salad. T-Row and TJ, weekdays from 6 to 9 a.m. on the home of Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. Fowler Auto Group is proud to be a part of your community where our passion and values lie far beyond the show. We believe that families, sports, art, and culture are at the heart of every thriving community. And it's important to us that we help build the communities that our dealerships call us. Stop by any of our six Oklahoma dealerships or visit FowlerAuto.com to see the Fowler Standard hard at work. We pride ourselves on being friendly, helpful, honest, and fair. That is what drives us every day. Fowler Auto Group, a proud partner of OU Athletics. Ever wonder why someone would go to the ends of the earth and leap into the unknown? Maybe a better question is, what are you waiting for? Pacifico is brewed for those who follow their own path. That's living life anchors up. From the gridiron, to the hardwood, to the diamond, no one covers the Sooners like we do. If it's Sooner Sports, we have you covered 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. This is the home of Sooner fans. Hi, I'm Tim Lasher from my company, Lasher Home Comfort Systems. We install quality York products. The award-winning York Affinity Series is Energy Star rated and features a money-saving two-stage compressor design. Plus, every Affinity system comes with a 10-year parts and labor warranty and a lifetime warranty on the compressor. Now, you don't need to tell us anybody sent you. Just call the office and ask for me. I own the company. Lasher Home Comfort Systems, 579-3113. Get up to $550 in rebates now on qualified York components at Lasher Home Comfort Systems. Super Sooner running back Eric Gray graces the December cover of Boyd Street Magazine. Additional stories include how food and shelter are expanding services to meet needs in Norman, the Oklahoma Aviation Academy, and Shurica being named a best place to work, 
the 2022 gift guide, and Norman High and Norman North winter sports previews for basketball, wrestling, and swimming. Discover the December issue of Boyd Street on stands now and online at boydstreet.com. In honor of all those we've lost to cancer and those still fighting and thriving, like basketball analyst Dick Vitale. I want to beat cancer. I'm going to beat it. That's no doubt in my mind. I'm going to win this battle. Defeating cancer will take all of us. At the V Foundation, V is for victory over cancer. V is for victory over giving up. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Join our team in the fight against cancer at V.org. When we look back, let's be proud of what we've become. Stronger and wiser, more caring and patient, more prepared and more resilient than ever before. At First United Bank, we're here to help make sure that when we look back, we'll see that we not only survived, but that we're ready to thrive. And that's something we can all look forward to. All right, to the text line we go. Air Coverage Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. It's an evergreen topic, always talking about the possibility of a new arena in Norman or elsewhere. Uh, this one says, I'm for the new arena. Love Lincoln's setup, but Lincoln has 300,000 population, and they are the only show in town. No Thunder, no OSU equivalent. Best thing would be move Arena North, maybe off Sooner Road or near Hospital to make OKC closer slash easier to get to. Let's go. Yeah, I, I mean, Omaha's not that far away, and Creighton has a – they have a pretty loyal basketball following, but overall I get your point. The thing about the Thunder and worrying about them is there's not a whole lot of people going to OKC Thunder games nowadays, Travis. I understand there's not a whole lot of yeah. people going to OU basketball games either, but the Thunder, like th- OKC Thunder, it's not the priority around here that it was six, seven years ago. No, but I think with, you know, when when they return in this young core, when Chet comes back, when SGA um, continues on his just upward climb to stardom, um, Lou Dort's playing well. Like it, when you kind of and then the rest of you know Presti's draft picks five or six years by the time this stadium if we ever get one built I mean the Thunder could be back as a perennial playoff team or even a perennial contender so that would be an issue for you attendance wise but at the same time like I don't know we, we've had some glaring glaring uh, ugly showings uh, over the last I don't know year let's call it I mean it was a national topic that Ole Miss fans took over Omaha, um, Arkansas fans before that. Um, really, the SEC teams traveled just so much better that they just blotted out us entirely there, even though we were closer. And then, again, when you have a neutral field um, here in the BOK Center, a neutral stadium, it's it's all Arkansas fans. Yep. When you go to the SEC, it will be embarrassing. Like, and, and I don't know, Tyler, I don't know what the answer is, and I don't want, it's another evergreen topic, I don't want it to just be about, man, I don't know, OU fans just don't show up for other, for other, you know, sports, while every other school seems to show up just fine for other sports. I think so much of it has to do with 
football's success? Because what have you heard a lot from OU fans, Tyler? You've heard, well, if the team was better, I'd go watch. Well, I mean, there are, there are a lot of teams that are as good or worse than OU, and they fill the stadium. But I think it's just OU maybe has so many fans have this super high expectation of everything, and and it's just results-based. But a, a texter brought up a good point. Results can be based on environment as well. You know, it's a chicken and egg situation. Do we have trouble getting recruits, which makes us really good, because we have, you know, kind of a, a lackluster atmosphere? So maybe you make the atmosphere great, and all of a sudden recruits are coming in and saying, hey, this is where I want to play. Even Enid, Oklahoma has the Stride Center, says the text line, a 3,000-seat arena near downtown surrounded by three or four restaurants within walking distance. Norman needs to check that out and expand with the bigger arena. You think you want to play all the home ga- half the home games in Enid and the other half in Norman? I think that's a good well, idea. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a common it's a common business model, Tyler. You see it, you see it with you know the the Texas Rangers and the Dallas Cowboys, right? With Texas Live, uh, you see it um, with Power and Light District. You see it um, in the Haymarket. You see it um, really just honestly all over the place. If you have a stadium, because businesses want to be around where the people are right a restaurant wants to be around where the people are there's a reason that restaurants are popping up all over the bok center it's like you want to be where the people are at especially you know tens of thousands of them so if you put an arena out there it'll be it's an easy setup you just have to it'll be city money that does it so doug and norman text this and i'm glad he texted this because i wanted to get to this side of like the new arena debate doug says no students would ever attend a game if the arena were to move north they don't go to games now, and it's on the campus. So, yes, there, there's a thought by, I think, a lot of people, Travis, that, well, if you move the arena anywhere from campus, students aren't going to go. Are we sure about that? Are we sure that that's actually the case? Because college Are kids sure want to be where the action is and where the energy is and where the cool spots are. And if you build a new arena, whether it's north of town or wherever it is in Norman, if you build a new really cool arena with some cool bars and restaurants around that, I kind of think that, yeah, students will drive to the north part of town to go to that. Everyone will drive to the north part of town to go because everyone wants to be in the new part of town where all the cool new bars and restaurants and all the energy is. Like, I... I just refuse to believe that if you move the arena that no students will ever come to the games. I think maybe the exact opposite could happen if you make it really cool. Yeah, yeah and, and and Tyler, kind of to Doug's point, which is a good one, students aren't exactly lining up to go there anyways right now. So when you're looking to say, well, we'll lose our student population, but we may gain, you know, thousands of people that can actually get there from the high higher populated Oklahoma City, Edmond, things like that. Like I, I and I and I think also the argument is Tyler, not every student lives on campus. It's true. Like that's also something to think about. So the idea that you have to have it somewhere to where just the people living in the dorms and the fraternity houses can get there. Like, no, there are a ton of other ton of other students that live off campus you might be building you don't know tyler you might be building one north of town and be building it closer to where the students live that actually go to the games build it anywhere and put sugars next to it and the students will come (laughs) nice 
Uh, Next to it, I'm thinking the courtside club. <laughs> getting a lot of students to games on low level is the first key. Free pizza, maybe. Just build it on campus corner. Uh, a lot land for a campus corner south by the LNC. Yeah, okay. Uh, success matters. Someone else saying, yeah, we're spoiled if we don't have a – Wayman or someone like that, you know, people aren't just going to come to the game. So, hey, keep these responses coming. You, you guys are getting uh, giving a really good feedback on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. We'll, we'll do uh, we'll do another segment coming up next to uh, read more of your thoughts on the uh, new arena that is hopefully, yeah. in my opinion, and I think Travis's opinion as well, hopefully coming to uh, Norman here in the uh, coming years. We'll close up hour number two coming up next right here on the Ref. The word is spreading, and the Ref Army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network, and worldwide on the KREF app. The new In Motion Clinic in Norman will work with each patient to take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Functional sports medicine physician Amanda Sadler, MD, is committed to spending time with each patient to help them achieve top-level energy, strength, endurance, and performance. She specializes in the treatment of gut health issues, hormonal health, immune system support, joint pain, fatigue, and thyroid dysfunction. To learn more about functional sports medicine or to schedule an appointment, call 405-515-4040. At In Motion, what moves you moves us. Are you looking for the kind of OU apparel you can wear at work or dress-up events? The Jimmy Austin Pro Shop carries the best brands like Tommy Bahama, Peter Millar, Travis Matthew, Footjoy, Greg Norman, Polo, and most recently the popular Lululemon clothing line. Open seven days a week. It's the best shop around whether you're a golfer or not. If you need corporate special orders, they can do that too. Come out and shop or call the Pro Shop at the Jimmy Austin OU Golf Club at 405-325-6716. For over 37 years, Bob Maupin has been providing roofing and construction services in Oklahoma for residential and commercial clients. Maupin Roofing and Construction is a locally owned family business. They do work right the first time. Maupin Roofing has insurance specialists to work with your insurance company in resolving your damage claims. Call Bob at Maupin Roofing and Construction at 405-703-3843 for your free estimate today. 405-703-3843 or visit MaupinRoofing.com. Maupin Roofing. Go Sooners! I'm attorney Jordan Klinger of McIntyre Law. Early in my career, I worked for an insurance company. I quickly discovered that my passion was to help injured Oklahomans and not insurance companies. If you or a loved one are injured in a car crash, McIntyre Law stands ready to fight for you. At McIntyre Law, we are committed to obtaining full justice for our clients. Contact McIntyre Law at 405-917-5200 or visit us at McIntyreLaw.com. We are the Carlstone, a 55-plus active living community in Norman, Oklahoma. As we get older, it's important to take care of ourselves and our loved ones. At the Carlstone, we have everything you need to start living your best life. Start your day off with a workout or relax at the spa. Enjoy full-service dining, stay in for a movie, or hit the town with your friends. Call or visit us online today and start living your best life at the Carlstone. Reliable, fast, affordable. OEC Fiber was founded on the same principles that brought us OEC 85 years ago. We are reinvesting in Oklahoma by bringing high-speed fiber services to your homes, businesses, and schools. Make sure to visit us today at OECFiber.com to get started. OEC Fiber. 
We're taking internet, phone, and TV services where no one else will. Life's too short for small buns. 405 Burger Bar is moving locations to Main Street in the heart of Norman. With handmade Oklahoma onion burgers and a full bar, 405 Burger Bar will be your favorite place to watch games. Follow us on Instagram at 405 Burger Bar to learn more about our burgers, bar, and sports bar atmosphere. 405 Burger Bar, Main Street in Norman, just east of I-35. 405 Burger Bar in Norman on Main Street. Big buns, real meats. What is dedication? My daughter is biological and my son is adopted. I love them both so much. From the morning when you wake up to putting them to bed at night and every moment in between. I think a parent's job is to protect our children but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. It's never too late to be good this year. So if you've been naughty or nice, go to Dorsey Jones in El Reno for some Christmas cheer. You'll get delightful savings on a brand new 2022 Buick from Dorsey Jones in El Reno. Get incredible pricing on all new 2022 Buicks, Enclaves, Envisions, Encores, a gift that keeps on giving every single mile. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81 exit 125 in El Reno, or Dorsey-JonesBuickGMC.com. Experience the new Buick. We're looking at a pretty lopsided matchup, Jim. Ron, this newcomer has no idea what he's getting himself into. Let's go to the action. Jim, the size difference alone is staggering. Unbelievable, Ron, and this guy acts like he doesn't have a care in the world. What is he thinking? Every day, people tempt fate and die trespassing on railroad tracks. See tracks, think train. All right, Travis, you're going to have to calm down your uh, people up there in the 918. Some of them are getting crazy ideas like, hey, how about just build a new arena right in the middle of Tulsa? Can we do that? <laughs> build yeah. a new hey, OU if OU fans will, If OU fans will come to it, OU played basketball in uh, Tulsa you know, not too long ago, and not a lot of OU fans showed up, so I'm not sure uh, that's the answer. Burley Boomer, love the idea of the I-35 proposed uh, mostly to draw more fans from OKCs. The students will come or they won't, just as it is now. Here, here's another thing about the students still coming to the games if it's not on campus. You know, this isn't something that would be totally unique in college sports. You know, Miami, they don't have an on-campus stadium. UCLA, they don't have an on-campus stadium. What they do is they have, like, they have shuttles from campus to the stadium on game days so kids don't have to drive there. Now, I understand that Miami doesn't have the you know greatest turnout for student section or anything like that. You could probably say the same thing about UCLA. My point is that I think that you could probably do the same thing with basketball games, Travis. You have a shuttle or maybe shuttles, multiple ones, that leave at certain points before the game and a shuttle that leaves you know, five, ten minutes after the game is over, or maybe even a shuttle that leaves 30, 45, an hour later after the game is over if they want to enjoy the entertainment district around. So there are ways that you can still get students out to the arena, even if the thing's not on campus. Yeah, I mean, if, if you tell me that I can hop on a shuttle 
and you know maybe maybe drink a couple beers at the house, hop on the shuttle, go to the game, enjoy the game, or get there early um, because of the shuttle, and then have a couple beers or enjoy the entertainment afterwards. Not ever have to worry about getting an Uber, um, spending money on that after you just spent money on tickets and on you know entertainment, and you can get back safely. Um, I mean, that's a great deal for me, right? I mean, I don't know who wouldn't want to do that. And to uh, this texter's point, like the students are going to come or they're not. We just have to understand that not all students live on yeah. campus, and they're the ones that are holding up the student section. One thing that everyone on the text line can agree on is uh, a smaller seat arena, better atmosphere. Yep, 100% yes. agree with that. Make, make it a tough ticket. Make it a big thing to go to an OU basketball game. Final hour of the rush is coming up next. Keep it locked right here on The Ref. We are the Homeless Sooner fans.